Welcome back to Omid Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtas Megillah, Daf Yud Zayin of Aleph, and it's exciting because we are finishing the first parak of Masechtas Megillah, and we are learning in the Zechus the merit of the hostages. You should return home safely and speedily. Yesterday we ended off with a Gemara, which seemed a little bit interesting. We're not going to get into now, talking about the importance of Talmud Torah. Of course, we know Talmud Torah is so important. The Gemara seemed to imply that Mordechai actually uh, went down in stature because he engaged in saving people rather than learning. Gemara continues, Omar Rabbah, Rabbi Yitzhak, Bar Shmuel, Bar Marso. Tamator is more important than honoring one's parents. Because all the years Yaakov was in the academy of Aver, he was not punished. What's this talking about? So the Gemara is going to go on. I'm just going to say it outside because the Gemara is a little confusing due to the math here. But basically, the Gemara is going to say that uh, Yosef was taken from Yaakov for 22 years, corresponding to the 22 years that Yaakov was away from Yitzhak. The Gemara is going to say, well, then he was away for longer than that. The Gemara is going to answer, yeah, but for the 14 years that he was sitting and learning, those were not counted towards the calculation of him being away from Yitzhak. Thus, he was only away in Lovin's house for 22 years. Well, and okay, we'll see. In a minute, we'll see exactly what I'm talking about with a little more details. We'll flesh it out. The Omar Ma, listen to this. Why does the Torah count the years of Yishmael? What's that? Why do we care? Because through them we can calculate the years of Yaakov. Tixiv, the puzzle says, that the years of Yishmael were 137 years. So how much older was Yishmael than Yitzchak? He was 14 years older. Tixiv, and by the way, we know this because before we look at the Pesukim as well, that um, that uh, Yishmael, when Avraham became uh, was commanded the bris milah. Yishmael was thirteen, and then a year later, Yitzchak was born. But Dixiv, Avram and Yishmael shanam shpishay shanam led this hugger as Yishmael Avram. Avram, excuse me, Avram, before he became Abraham, Abraham was eighty-six years old when Hagar bore Yishmael to him. Dixiv, Avram and Meah shanam beheld with Yitzchak, and it says that Avram was one hundred years old when his son Yitzchak was born. Thus, we see there's a fourteen-year gap. Uksiv, furthermore, Yitzchak ben shishay shanam led his osam. Yitzhak was 60 years old when he bore uh, uh, Yaakov and Esau. Bar Kamahav Yishmael Ketelisa Yaakov. Therefore, how old was Yishmael when Yaakov was born? Bar Shivin Bar Basar. He was 74. Right? If Yitzhak was 60, so then his older brother, who was 14 years his senior, will be 74. Kama Paishin Yishnana. And how many years remained of Yishmael's life? Shitin uh, Utlas. 63. Okay. Meaning to say that after 63 years left of his life, as the uh, as we said a minute ago, how old he was when he died? So I mean, he was 137. So it goes, goes to follow is it, fo- it goes to show that when y- Yishmael died, Yaakov was 63 years old. Great. Moving on. The time and it was taught in the following brayso. When Yaakov did his whole uh, switcheroo and he pretended to be his brother uh, Esav, how old was he? He was 63 years old at the time. Ubo Park Mesi And it was that time that uh, Yishmael died, right? As we said in a minute ago, as we said in a minute ago, that he was 63 and Yishmael died. That, that was the same year that, that uh, he also did switcheroo. And then Esau, after the story, he goes to Yishmael and he takes Machlas, the daughter of Yishmael, 
the sister of Nabos, to, to marry. He married Yishmael's daughter. Um, by the way, the Gemara is going to point out, Mashmash never bas Yishmael any other Nabos. Nabos, one minute. If he's the daughter of, Yish, of Yishmael, certainly he's the sister of Nabos. Why do we have to say it? Rather, to tell us, that Yishmael betrothed her to Esau, then he dies. You see, and then Nevoz comes along and finish, finalizes the marriage with Esau. Okay. Now, after he receives the blessing from his father, Yaakov, who is 63 years old, chasing with blows, flees from Yaakov because Esau wants to kill him, and he runs to the uh, Lovin's house. And they're 14 years from the time, uh, and, and then, let's skip a few, uh, skip some many year, uh, middle years, Yosef is then born 14 years into his stay in Lavan's house, right? Seven years he had to work, and then he married Rachel, and then seven years later, Yosef is born. Ha shivin v'shiva, which means he should be 77 years old at the time of Yosef's birth. Uksiv, v'yosef ben shloshoshana ba'amodoth ne'paro. And Yosef was 30, 30 years old when he stood before in front of Paro, which would mean ha mei v'shiva. Yaakov at this point would be 107, right? If 14 years after he, he's 63, is when he Yosef is born, so that means he's seventy-seven years old, and then thirty years later, that would make him a hundred Yaakov one hundred and seven. The problem is that then shove the shiva tarshit But one minute, it's a little more confusing because we know before before uh, Yaakov meets Paro, uh, Yosef there's there's seven, seven years Yosef is sold, and then there's the seven years of plenty and two years of famine. Right, the years of famine ended when Yaakov came down. Two years of dip. Which means Yaakov will be 116 years old when he arrives in Mitzrayim. Right? We follow how, he, how it all is. We follow the math here. He's 63 when he runs away. 14 years later, Yosef is born. 30 years later, Yosef is sold. And then nine years later, after seven years of famine and two years of sorry, seven years of plenty, years of famine, Yaakov arrives in Mitzrayim, making him 116. However, power says to Yaakov, "Hey, old man, how old are you?" He answers, I'm actually uh, 130 years old, not 116. One minute. We're missing 14 years. Maybe it's just a heaven. What do we mean? He's 116 years old. What happened? There's 14 years missing from the calculation. There actually were 14 years in between him getting to leaving Yitzhak's house and getting to Lovin's house where he went to study in the house of Shame and Aver. Okay. Moving on. So. Then the Gemara says, follows. Did Tanya, we have a following Bryce that teaches us this. Yaakov was hidden away in this academy of Aver for 14 years. Yaakov then leaves to Aver, okay, Shem Aver, and he goes down to Aram Narayim. He gets to Aram Narayim. When he gets to this uh, bear, the um, well, he is 77 years old. Now, how do we know, how do we know Yaakov was not punished for neglecting to honor his parents during the time he was studying Torah and Yeshiva? Yosef had separated from his father for 22 years. Kishem Shapira Yaakov in Yavid. It's just that Yaakov had separated from his father for 22 years. The Yaakov Plotin Mishitahabin. However, if you do the calculation, Yaakov was away for 36 years. 
But the 14 years he was spent in the Academy of Aver does not count in this. But Gamar is going to ask one last question. In technicality, so, so, but once you compute it all, the base love and essence shouldn't even have He was only in Levin's house for 20 years. So we uh, find 22 years that Yosef was away. You know, what's going on here? So Elam Hashem, the Ishtari Ba'arufay, the Tartan Shonen. Rather, he delayed another two years on his way back. He meandered to get on his way back to his father. That was two years of time. We learned in the in the Brisa, Yotz Maram, Naraim, Abala, the Sukkos, Vasa Sham, Shmon, Asher, Shodesh. He leaves Naram, he comes to Sukkos, he stays there for 18 months. Shnever Yaakov needs the Sukkos, even though base, Lemunayu, Asher, Sukkos. And Yaakov journeys to Sukkos and built himself a house for his wife, not to meet shelters. Ubez El, also Shishachlash, Nikr, Zavatham. Then he goes to Base El, Betel. And he stays there for six months and brings sacrifices, and that completes a two-year period. Thus, he's away for 22 years. He's punished for 22 years, when in reality, he's really away for 36 years. We don't count the 14 years he was sitting and studying Torah. Hadron Allah, Megillah Nikres, the first parak of Mishap Megillah, and let's go, Viter. Next parak deals with the laws of reading Megillah. Hakaris Megillah, when I'm afraid, a person reads Megillah out of order, has not fulfilled his obligations. Korah Pet, a person reads it by heart. Or a targum of Cholosh, he reads it in targum or in any language other than Hebrew. Loyats is not fulfilled obligation. But if he reads Megillah in a foreign language, i.e., in English, for those who understand English, that does work. The Lashem assures Yotza. Moreover, this is important. So you say that if uh, you have to understand a language, if I don't understand Hebrew, can I can you read it in Hebrew? And the answer is yes. You, in general, not for everything, but for most ritual things, Hebrew works whether you understand it or not, whereas another language only works if you. If you um, if you understand what you're reading, I know there are exceptions to this rule. There are actually more exceptions to the latter than there are to the former. Okay, A person reads it discontinuously, he pauses, or will have to sleep after a long fast. The Esther, he's half asleep. He has to fulfill his obligation, meaning he does. He goes to Darshim and a person's writing Megillah while he's writing it or he's correcting it. He's reading the word in the process. If he puts his mind to it, if he says, I want to, whilst I am correcting this, I'm reading every word, so I want to fulfill my obligation, it works. Person writes with Sam, Sikra, Kumis, or Kankantum. These are all various types of dyes, but not black dye. Al Nirval Diftura writes it on Niar or Diftura, some sort of paper, not parchment. Loyatsa is not the obligation. I'll say for Ubadayo until it's written in Ashura script. On parchment with black ink. Okay. We know immediately from where we know that is a the Megillah must be read in order. You can't read it out of order. The Megillah says it accords with their writings and their proper time. Just as you cannot have the 15th come before the 14th, the times always are in sequence. So too, the Megillah must be read in sequence. Is reading it written here? Rather, it says you should, uh, it's to my writing. Of course, with their writings. So rather, Isaac Siva, Isaac Siva. Um, rather, this is talking about celebration at first. When you celebrate the days, as it says, to celebrate these two days, so that's not a good place to do it from. Rather, from here. is written, and these days shall be commemorated and celebrated. We juxtapose the, com the commemorating, the celebrating, to uh, uh, the, com excuse me, the commemoration, which is the Megillah reading, to the celebration. Just as a celebration can't be done out of order, so to the commemoration, the re repeating it, talking about it, cannot be done out of order. Tanya, we learned another rice, Vechain Behalal, Halal as well must be read in order, Vechain Bekrishma, 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 Vechain Bek
Now, we say Shema, we mean the Pesukim of Shema, not necessarily the Parshu of Shema. I mean, if you read Baha'i before Shema, according to many, you do fulfill your obligation. How do we know how must be recited in order? Rabbi Omar, because in Hal it says, from the rising sun to its setting. Just as the sun cannot set before it rises, right? Rise before it sets, so too we have to read in order. This is the day Hashem has made, meaning it has to be done this way. Hashem's name shall be blessed. And how does that teach us anything? Shall be. Yeah, means made that the Hal is read on this way. Me to say it's like this for now and forevermore. I wish you all a wonderful day.